0: Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and
1: not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Skyblazer for the Super Nintendo.
0: Skyblazer was developed by Sony ImageSoft and published by Sony in North America in January of 1994, mm. and then in Japan Ooh. in February of 94, and then in the European Hemisphere. That's not the right word, but, you know, and PAL <laughs> territories in March of 94.
1: Oh, pretty prompt all around. January,
0: February, March, right in a row. Nice. And you know why? Because this game was made by Sony ImageSoft. Yeah. And they were based out of california mm. a, an american subsidiary of the sony corporation that was mainly uh made to make video games and publish
1: games. cool cool
0: now you may recognize the image soft uh publishing name from such hits as super dodgeball mm? they brought that over Okay, uh, solstice yeah yeah flashback oh been a while but they mainly didn't nintendo games until 92 in which they went into a partnership with sega uh but mainly to make things for the sega cd system mm. didn't work out too well for them they did uh bring us a uh, sewer shark
1: okay okay but in
0: 1995 they were folded back into sony entertainment and that was due to the playstation era's need for many more games oh yeah and they've just been part of that ever since right on now the design of this game was handled by uh, Kinchi naruse mm-hmm. and he also worked on hook yeah and the spawn game for super nintendo okay okay and then he also did was uh did all of the design for the metal slug neo
1: geo games and a few of the king of fighters as well okay okay yeah i have seen quite a few comparisons between this game and hook i never played same company too so yeah but i guess it handles pretty similarly hmm interesting
0: now as far as music goes uh, the soundtrack was done by harumi fujita Mm -hmm. and he was a freelance for this Okay. He did work with uh, ImageSoft and Sony on a lot of other games. Okay. But he, of course, said he pulled out a lot of Indian influences. It comes through, yeah. uh, To make the soundtrack for this game. And I saw him credited as doing some work on Bionic Commando. Oh, really? And some other early Capcom games, but I'm not sure how far. It's on one of these websites that's just a huge list of games credits yeah yeah so it's hard to verify that and kind of understand what their role was in it who did what indeed well nick what kind of game is skyblazer it is a side-scrolling action platformer indeed and it is uh, pretty straightforward, for the most part. Yeah. In this game,
1: you can jump. You are... What is the hero of this game's name? I don't know. I think is it he, just the hero? I guess. The Skyblazer? They don't really use... That, that I remember any proper nouns in the brief... I think it's Johnny Skyblazer. I think that was his name. <laughs> Sounds right.
0: No, uh, you are just um, you know a hero that has some vague Indian motifs to him. Sure, sure. And like I said, you can jump. It is a somewhat variable jump. You have a lot of agency and movement in that jump. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can also uh, hold on to walls
1: with this jump. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. You don't slide down like, uh, say, Mega Man X. You can climb up and down at your at your leisure. Indeed. And you also have a standard attack, which is a punch. Yeah, and after a few punches, you'll do a kind of roundhouse kick
0: combo mm-hmm. there. Yes. Or you can jump and attack, and then you do kind of a spin kick in the air or some sort of thing like that yeah now we'll get into this more later my favorite saying of the show but it is a very very short range punch oh yes the shortest of ranges it is very short (laughs) but you're not just reliant on that punch you also have some sort of special magical moves
1: as well yeah you get a selection of eight spells you'll earn throughout the game now you don't have to get all of them yeah that's true but i did and i used about half of them sure sure and let's just go over those real quick sounds good and these are all powered by your magic points essentially you have a a life meter that starts at four hits long and then your spell meter starts fully charged at eight yeah and you do not get more magic points as the game goes on
0: right right When you start off, you just have your standard, well, they call it the aura attack. Yeah.
1: In the game, it's actually the dragon slash, I believe. Oh. Or maybe I'm wrong. I saw that as well. Um, This is spoilers for later, but could not find a scan of this instruction book anywhere. So we're Mm. going off uh, rumored names or ones we made up.
0: Well, it is your standard wave attack.
1: Yep. You fire forth a wave. Uh, it, It can go through
0: multiple enemies. And you can do it while you're in the air. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it takes up one slot of your spell meter
1: yeah it's the cheapest
0: spell and what's nice is when you have a spell selected which you do by using your shoulder buttons I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan of that yeah yeah you can even do it while paused yeah which is nice if things get hairy and you need a certain spell mm-hmm. but when you've selected it the number of spell slots it uses have a little X's in them yeah at it's the on, beginning on of meter. the of the meter it took me a while to figure out what that meant
1: same here. <laughs> But once I did, I was pretty happy. Yeah, it's a it's a nice, simple, elegant way to communicate. And this one, the, what do you call it? I, I saw the dragon slash, but. Dragon
0: slash. It's, I don't know where. <laughs>
1: it's your go-to. You're going to use this almost all the time. Sure, sure. That you're using on magic. And I don't know about how strong it is relative to your punches. You know, uh, that I couldn't really tell. I feel like it's a little stronger
0: because it will destroy, I think, enemies that take two punches. But I'm I'm not sure.
1: Okay, okay. I mean, it sounds right, but I didn't see any concrete data. And what you'll probably get as your second spell is the Comet Flash. Yes. And that is uh, kind of like a dash attack. Yeah, you fly across straight to the right or left, whichever way you're facing, and mm-hmm. you turn into kind of a fireball on the way that will hurt enemies. Destroy most of them. Yeah, I, this one was the one I used the most.
0: Uh, towards the back end of the game, yes, because it also lets you, you know, cross large gaps
1: yeah you can skip over nice chunks of uh some pits and such
0: Mm -hmm. and there's even parts later on where you have to use it to like get out of some fast moving water or get across areas that are otherwise unpassable
1: yeah definitely and the comet flash costs two mp however indeed then next up is the one
0: i use the most Mm, yeah and that is the healing spell yeah Pretty awesome. Uh, I'm a huge fan of any game that lets you heal yourself with the in-game magic. Definitely. And it's not horribly stay. expensive either. It's what, two? Yeah, it's only two. And I think does it restore four? Four of your-, your four of your uh hearts back or hit points or whatever you want to call them. And you only start with four, so you know, when you first get this, it's really yeah. great. Yes, it is. Uh next up was one that I i used possibly once. Uh yes, the Star Fire.
1: Yeah. There's a boss that it's useful at. Yeah. And beyond that. It just seems kind of like a waste. It's not worth two. I mean, it costs two MP and that's kind of tough because it's just an attack that, you know, blasts out in all eight directions. So pretty cool. It's it
0: doesn't seem to be like any stronger than like the dragon slash or anything. So, yeah,
1: it's yeah. If it was cheaper, it'd be
0: more useful. And even though it does shoot out in all those directions, it shoots out these tiny stars. So it's not like guaranteed to hit everything. It's true. It's true. And it can be blocked by terrain. Yeah. So, watch out for that. Uh, next up is
1: another one, almost as useless the Lightning Strike. Yeah, this, I guess a, a, it brings down a Lightning Bolt, which is similar to, say, Pikachu and Smash Brothers. Yep. But it brings down one per enemy. So, it will hit a bunch of enemies with a, a Lightning Bolt, but yeah. There's never a
0: point in this game where I'm
1: like, oh, there's too many
0: enemies for me to fight. Right, right. And how much does it take up?
1: Um, It's two as well.
0: Yeah, I'd rather be Dragon Slashing twice yeah yeah but you know they, they've said about they've said that about me since high school
1: <laughs> dragon I'd, slasher from the beginning
0: <laughs> i'd rather be dragon slashing uh and then we have somewhat more useful the time stop sure freezes all enemies on the screen and it actually works on one boss it does it now yeah i don't. Oh, i can't wait to hear how you've fought this boss without it Uh oh okay cool <laughs> stay tuned
1: for later in the episode oh Pretty cool. One thing to watch out is it only freezes the enemies on the screen, so if you keep moving and encounter new enemies, they can move. They are not frozen. Uh, Next up, we have the Warrior Force. Pretty cool. It makes you glow, and it
0: makes you invincible, and increases your attack power. Yeah. I saw where this was used in a lot of boss fights after you got it. Yeah. But personally, I would rather just save my my magic points to heal.
1: Yeah, and the invincibility doesn't last that long, you know? Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, In doubling your strength could be useful, but meh. Didn't really need it. And how many does that one take again? That's another two. Okay, so not too bad. And then once you have collected all of the other ones, you can achieve the final and most powerful of all the magics, the fiery phoenix.
1: Yeah, and pretty sweetly, you will transform into a, a phoenix for like four seconds. You can fly around and anything you touch gets hurt. You're invincible. And you have to use this. At one of the final
0: boss fights yeah now as you go through the levels you are going to be killing normal enemies and when you do so you they drop some items and there are also mm-hmm. items that are just sitting there the same items in the levels for you to to discover yeah now once you've killed an enemy though you have only like two or three seconds to retrieve it's it's dropped booty
1: it, yeah they it do. disappears really fast it does it does now the most common thing you're gonna find are diamonds yes there are gems everywhere there are large and small ones, small ones are worth one, and the large ones are worth ten. Yes, and if you have a hundred of them, you get a free man. This is very generous, too. Like, the gems are everywhere, so it's it's pretty easy to build up a stock of, of lives. It is extremely
0: easy. <laughs> uh, if you save state between levels, you'll realize by the end that you have somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to 30 free men.
1: E- easily, yeah, yeah.
0: Now, as you go through the levels, you will get hurt, but to re- gain life you can use not just your spells but you can find these green bottles of potion
1: yeah in a small and large variety small one gives you one health back and the large is four yes and those are very common as well yeah so on top of your plentiful lives you it's easy to regain your health like it's, it's nice and as far as your
0: magic points go you will also find small and large orange bottles
1: yeah they look same. like potions Yeah, yeah. They're kind of that triangular beaker shape while the green ones are round.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And again, you get either one magic point back or four if it's small or large. Mm -hmm. And again, very plentiful.
1: Yeah, it's nice. So you don't feel like you have to hoard your magic for various, you know, the future. And then you also find the standard one ups and it just says one up.
0: Yep. Yep. Pretty cool. And that is it for items you're going to find throughout here. Now, like we said, there are lives, and if you die, you start at the beginning of the level or beginning
1: of the area. Yeah, a lot of levels are divided into certain kind of rooms or sections.
0: And then in addition to lives, whenever you hang out with your wizard friend, sage, wise old man, it's pretty unclear who he is. The game even refers to him as old man. He has super large eyebrows and yes. one heck of a beard.
1: Indeed he does.
0: But he will also... uh give you
1: passwords yeah an interesting it's a kind of like a castlevania one where you have your three symbols and you plug them into a grid
0: yeah i loved it because it allowed me to go back and forth playing this game on multiple systems
1: yeah that's always a bonus there and it's kind of funny that the symbols are the x or an o and a triangle kind of just like the playstation symbols hmm from a game made by sony yeah a little sony pre-branding hmm Interesting. So you heard it here first. Skyblazer is a backdoor pilot for PlayStation. And you do kind of navigate around a world with a Mario World three or I'm sorry, <laughs> Super Mario World esque map screen. Yeah, yeah. Or a Mario Three style. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty linear. I guess Mario Three is probably a better analogy because you're not really with a few exceptions, you're not really exploring much, but you do get to kind of choose the order of a few levels.
0: Mm-hmm. And there are bonus stages as well, and those are interesting because they have a third-person mode 7
1: flying thing going on. Yeah, you're flying into the screen, and the game is throwing diamonds at you, so this is another place where you can pick up four or five extra men easily.
0: Yes, the only problem is is the controls are incredibly stiff at this point.
1: And very, it's hard to tell how, you know, There's the diamonds are getting larger as they come closer, but I don't know where I am in the yeah. screen so it's hard to tell if it's too close or i'm too late but just by farting around you're going to get plenty of plenty of extra men there and then there are a few levels that are auto scrolling flying levels that are side scrolling and those have a weird flight mechanic to them it's
0: almost joust or balloon yeah ask balloon fight
1: that was the game balloon
0: <laughs> fight ask but it is uh you're very heavy you're constantly falling quickly
1: yeah, it, it takes a little bit to manage it, but those levels are usually very short. So, yeah, pretty easy.
0: Well, Nick, you kind of gave your hand away earlier on. Uh, <laughs> But this is a Sony game, Super Nintendo, usually full color and full of fun. What's up with this manual? I couldn't tell you, man.
1: It's I couldn't find a scan anywhere.
0: So I found what is claimed to be not a scan, but just a copy of the text of the manual.
1: Yeah, I saw that as well. I kind of looked through it a little bit, and it seemed to have some good information, but I was it able to find it. It does have a little bit of the story, which is very important. That's true. It's a strange... Or the evil demon or whatever, Raglan, he sends Ashura, Mm -hmm. who, and this is depicted, I think, in the first stage of the game, too. You know, he comes and kidnaps a sorceress slash princess, Ariana.
0: Well, this, I think, takes place before the dawn of history, which is important to note. Oh, yeah. But yes, he (laughs) kidnaps her, and uh, old man says, you got to go save her, but you're not ready yet. And you know that because
1: he kicks your butt. Oh, yeah. And yes, and... Throughout the game, you know, the old man who's telling you where to go in various shrines is pretty funny as he makes fun of you, calling you a whelp and these other things. You have to really earn his respect. Indeed. That's the real quest.
0: Isn't it always? <laughs> uh they also point out that there are three continents, which is really being generous. Yeah. Yeah. Um and that's just pointing out that there are three like maps that you're going to mainly one that you go across, but yeah, two small ones as well, little chunks. Uh, and then my favorite thing is that i wish i could see the actual manual because it does have some useful hints which are always great Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the number one is be patient and use your head yeah i mean even even the most heroic fool
1: is still just a fool nick oh that's right see now that's a tip not for the game but for life in general indeed
0: So, Nick, what was your personal history
1: with Skyblazer? Never played it. And neither had I. In fact, I don't ever remember hearing of this game. I do remember the box art. I remember seeing it available for rent, but the box art is, wow. Bad. It's, yeah, it's bad. It's, it's kind of accurate once you've played the game in a way. Kind but... of, but it does have that, like, Americanized, like, yeah.
0: we got to make the main character look like Johnny Hero yeah, thing going yeah. on. And it's it's very early 90s looking where he's like it looks like almost captain planet
1: yeah I, I could see that yeah and seeing it in nintendo power a little bit I, I feel like i remember but it just didn't really reach out and grab me so I, I never played it but throughout the many years since then i remember hearing it pop up every now and then and you know i, I toyed around with it a few times and thought it could be fun for the podcast so here we are
0: Which brings us to our more recent experience. And when you suggested we play this game, I thought, we just did a shoot em up Nick. Why would we do another one?
1: But <laughs> it's, it's not. Yeah, It does have a very shootery name.
0: Yeah, well, I still really don't even understand what that name is, because at no point do I feel like I was skyblazing.
1: Yeah, you, since you don't shoot anything, I don't know about... But you are flying a lot, so... Is sky the is Phoenix something.
0: Force power that they're talking of?
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe. But uh, I played this game...
0: I want to say four or five times back yeah, and yeah. forth between uh I, my handheld emulator and the TV.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And towards the end, I was just getting really frustrated with certain certain uh, boss fights and whatnot. Yeah. So I I did call a ringer in. I had my son help me out, and we did uh some some pretty cheesy saving at certain points. And we did the old trade-off when one person gets a little
1: frustrated and toss the controller to the other. Sure, sure. To power
0: our way through the final two or three
1: levels. Right on, yeah. It took me about three playthroughs. Yeah, it was in three chunks. And uh, in general, I I would save state between levels and stuff, but about halfway through the game, I kind of stopped. I would save before a boss just because I wanted to make sure I beat him, but a lot of them weren't too bad. And I just started accruing so many lives that i was like ah screw it i'm just you know i I never came close to running out even in the later levels you know
0: Mm -hmm. we did forget to mention that's my second favorite thing to say on the podcast uh (laughs) when you die and and come back you only have four health and four magic points
1: yeah and that's that's kind of the real benefit of saving state is that if you're at a boss and you got there with more magic or health it's kind of nice to have that
0: and i utilized it every time
1: yeah yeah same here
0: All right, folks, here we are in the general chat portion of our show, and I would just like to start by saying that this game has awesome graphics, awesome music, and a not so awesome series of hitboxes and hit detection.
1: That's true. It's uh, the big downside of this game, I thought, was I had to like mentally be like, it will hit farther than it looks, like your punch is strange, and I found myself trying to inch up on enemies and almost always getting hit. Yeah, I, I just gave up on combat. Unless I was jump kicking.
0: Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I was like, whatever, I'll avoid anything I can because the hitbox, your punch is so short. Mm -hmm. And the hitbox on these enemies is so weird that it's just not worth it. Like, I'm getting hit way more often trying to line up a hit than just jumping over
1: or avoiding them anytime. Yeah, and life refills are so plentiful that it's not even about taking the damage. Like, I would kill enemies if they were an obstacle or next to a pit or something yeah but
0: i'm never once i i realized how annoying it was i was never going out of my way to kill an enemy yeah a little a little more clarity on the punch attack box would have been great or just extend it a little bit further i mean give yeah. me a tiny bit of range on that thing
1: well or even the kick you have a you have your like swipe your air slash that you can see you yes. know I, if you had something like that for your punch to indicate better it, w- it would go a long way and it really gets me at a couple bosses uh like that eyeball boss the
0: rolling one the rolling one yeah you know it changes size which is even worse and there are times where i am jumped into its eye and punching and it's still not hitting it yeah (laughs) i was just like oh like it was just so frustrating which is a bummer because you know like we said those other things are great like the graphics in this game love them
1: yeah, they're they're awesome. The animations really good, especially for the Skyblazer himself. Yeah, your animations
0: are great. All your movement looks good. All the enemies are really cool and interesting. I mean, they're not things you've seen over and over again. Yeah. They all have a little bit of their own character
1: and charm. You know, I really liked the music in this game. It's really good. Yeah, it's a very it has a lot of variety in it and You know, you get the Indian kind of Hindu theme coming through, with some sitar and a lot of songs, but then other ones sound totally different. They have a very act raiser vibe, I thought. Yeah. The only complaint about those tracks is they are all about, they're slightly over a minute, so they can be repetitive, but that never was a problem because the levels are, for the most part, pretty short.
0: Yeah, and that's another big bonus. I like these short levels. Yeah, yeah. It really made you feel like you were moving through areas and they didn't repeat a lot of uh, backgrounds or textures or anything like that. So you really felt like you were going through all these different places, in- investing, investigating new areas, that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh You know, the few of the bosses, I felt like their sprites were really cool, but they just weren't that greatly animated. Yeah. Like that one dragon. It's a bit it's just a yeah <laughs> static image man like if this gave it one extra frame of of movement it would look a hundred times better yep yep but the, and it's annoying because the actual look of the dragon itself is awesome it looks great yeah all the character designs cool uh, backgrounds levels i loved them yeah same uh, here now movement wise i ooh, for the most part i really liked it and while i do like the fact that you can stick on any wall sometimes it's a little too easy to stick on a wall
1: yeah <laughs> yeah and, and- in tight areas, I was sticking to walls every time I didn't want to. There was, yeah, and jumping on certain platforms is weird because this game, it, it reminded me of Kid Chameleon where it's like you have to let go of your control pad before you land or you'll you'll start moving instantly or you can hop off and then your ability to correct yourself in small areas isn't the best. So, I, But I was able to tap into that like zen where it's like just let yourself fall and land before you move and, and it worked okay. Yeah. But the game luckily isn't super demanding in that regard
0: no but that does bring me to my biggest problem is that and it's not the biggest problem actually but it is one of my bigger problems with it and that is that the biggest source of danger in this game is pit deaths
1: oh for sure Uh, luckily you know you you get like we've we've already said several times there's so many power-ups in life that you're even if you keep getting hit you're not too worried about it but yeah and i love that like, the yeah. fact
0: that they just keep throwing refills at you for magic, even if you can't find the health, you can just give your own health back. Like, I yeah. thought that was great. It is, yeah, yeah. And it made it so much more playable. Like, you didn't have to, ah, do I use this? Do I not? No, I'm I'm using up every bit of my dragon slash and dash attack.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: The only thing holding me back was I, wanna, I always wanted to have some for the boss. Yeah, yep, makes sense. But in turn, they often give you, there's a, a potion just sitting there waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> Very close to the boss fights.
1: Yeah, and one thing I do like that, or one nice surprise about this game was that the spikes are not one-hit kills. They just hurt you.
0: I, same with the lava.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it, it's not as dangerous as it seems. It's just the pits you got to look out for. Yeah. Sadly, there are, those pits do appear in boss fights, which is a, a big,
0: a big yeah. no-no for me. There's a couple. But uh, at that point in the game, I had a billion lives, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, another problem I had with this game was I felt like the bosses were either incredibly easy or very frustrating for a variety of reasons usually not in terms of just how in in sheer hardness but just unclear as to what you had to do yeah to get to fighting that boss etc
1: yeah especially later on when you there yeah there are a couple tricky bosses that aren't very obvious right away and you want to play around with certain spells usually to see what what works and what you got to do but the first like three or four are just pushovers oh yeah a lot of them are it's like really this is it huh (laughs) yeah but they all look cool they do look great
0: and it is nice that they throw in those different modes even though the flying levels where it's like auto-scrolling aren't the greatest they are a nice change of pace
1: yeah yeah and they're brief enough that they don't overstay their welcome i don't know the both of the flying and the first person kind of or not third person flying scenes they're fine but they they all they seemed like it's like oh this could be really cool if you fixed it up a bit you know yeah well but, and
0: i am glad that the third person ones are just bonus stages cuz they aren't the controls aren't good enough there to actually be fighting or avoiding like obstacles
1: no no it feels like the third person levels in sonic where you're racing around you know but here you're just getting bonuses you're not trying to find a chaos emerald or something you know it's like ah because eventually the gems are interspersed with little spiked mines and generally i died as soon as those appeared so
0: <laughs> yeah and, well, and it's not death it just knocks you out of that yeah that yeah. mini game and you're at your destination
1: yeah with however many extra lives you can collect
0: because those are the big ones too so you only need 10 yeah,
1: to get so. a free man. So every one of those, you're getting at least three or
0: four gut- mid lives out of that. You're darn tooting. That is super nice. Yeah, you know, for me, the my biggest problem with this game is just the imbalance. So many great things are tempered by a couple poor poor decisions that bring down all of those great des- great design choices.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's far from a perfect game, but I it's better than the <laughs> box art led me to believe. So <laughs> yeah, and that is the truth.
0: You know, I don't know if I go as far as say unsung gem. But it is definitely a, a, a very playable game, which is more than you can say for a lot of uh side-scrolling platformers.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you know, this was right before PlayStation came out. And so this is one of the last of a bre- you know, the, the platformer had already started taking a hit as like the default, especially on NES genre. Yeah. And then by now it was like beat-em-ups, I felt, or I feel like were really riding high in, in the thing. So well, and then
0: once the PlayStation came out. Say goodbye to 2D for a few
1: years. (laughs) Yes.
0: This is it, folks. It's time to take this game level by level. And i don't know how many levels there are in this game because there are many different stages
1: yeah they're not numbered they're just areas you you explore with with some freedom at certain points but and they come
0: in a few varieties there is the temple yeah or those usually have a boss at the end where you gain a power but then there are also just areas you must pass through yes and then once you've passed through an area you no longer uh have to go into it so you can just walk right over top of it mm-hmm. but if mm-hmm. you do choose you can go back into any levels you want yeah which is cool and then you can just hit select and pull right out although i don't
1: really know why you would uh farming one ups if you felt the need i guess you know because items reappear and if there's a one up near the beginning yeah okay i could see that so yeah i don't know so as we mentioned earlier the game begins with you your
0: character walking fighting a few enemies and All these torches are being lit up by lightning as you pass them
1: yeah you're in like a rainy it's raining it's a stone temple kind of ruins Mm -hmm. there's some like
0: ashura is there waiting for you yeah when you when you get there he just beats the crap out of you
1: yes he has a giant four-armed winged demon he shoots fireballs at you and this is a fight you cannot win followed by the kidnapping of the sorceress ariana you tell the old
0: man you are destined to be the one you're going to go beat him and he's like well you just got your butt kicked how are you gonna do that
1: yeah he makes fun of you sky whelp, he calls you things and basically
0: tells you that you need to travel the world and gain these powers yeah and every time you find a temple with the old man in it he will increase your energy by one point
1: yeah which is pretty cool at one point you even make a joke about it to him where he's like you have to do this and you're like aren't you going to increase my stamina and he's like yes i will
0: and then your first level is, of course, in the forest, a standard early game, light foresty level. And yeah. this game is interesting uh, in the way it handles trees.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, real quick, this is called Faltine's Woods, for what okay. that's worth. But yeah, the trees are huge masses of leaves that you can kind of jump and you slowly fall down, like Shantae. Very and, similar to Shantae. Yeah, and so you can—you have to keep jumping up and there are monsters inside, like these evil flower creatures and stuff mm-hmm.
0: but like most levels you really don't have to fight any of them if you don't want to
1: no no you keep on jumping through
0: you will see these kind of weird uh green beetle creatures that fly yeah. around they yeah. reappear later on they just move they don't shoot or anything but uh this is a pass-through level so you make it to the end and you're done yeah your next stop is the
1: temple in furnace oh yes a fiery ruin it's got some cool purple backgrounds with lava coming out
0: you fight some tiny little flame creatures and these like uh, ooh, purple, I don't know, like alligator men?
1: Yeah, yeah. They, that they breathe can... fire?
0: Yeah. There's a bunch of uh, platform riding in this level. As it gets harder, you have to ride on the sides of the platforms.
1: Yeah, these moving blocks and try not to get crushed. That's a one hit kill.
0: Yes. Uh, there is another enemy they introduced here, the bomb creature that when you hit it, it does explode after a moment.
1: Yeah, they look like a green kind of plant pod.
0: And they also introduce the rolling spike, you know, your standard rolling spike balls. Yeah, yeah. They hug walls. I don't think you can destroy them, so you just have to avoid them.
1: Yeah, maybe with magic, but I just avoided them. And then at the end of the level is your first boss. Some kind of evil genie. The evil genie. I didn't know if we'd had
0: uh, names for it. I did see it listed as an Ifrit somewhere.
1: Okay, I can believe that. It does shoot fire at you.
0: Yes, and uh, this boss is so easy
1: yeah you have this little urn that kind of moves around and you hit it a few times and then the genie comes out and shoots fire at you you dodge it and then repeat and it's the
0: classic it shoots fire at where you are when it is about to shoot yeah so as long as you're jumping or up on the wall yeah you can avoid this very easily yep i mean there's there's really i don't i don't know how you could not beat this boss yes you can do it you just got to beat up that ant, you know. In the the Ifrit itself is invincible. You just have to wait for it to go back into the lamp or whatever it is. Beat up yeah. that lamp some more. Yeah, it explodes and the level is over. But you do receive your new magical power up.
1: Yeah, comet flash. So now it's mm, game on. Yes. Uh, from there, I believe next is uh next is the Cliffs of Peril, which is a flying auto-scrolling level looks good the sky got some different mountains in the background
0: and when you are auto-scrolling i think it's interesting that you've got like these like anime robot wings yeah they look like the kind of wings uh you know you see on gundams and whatnot yeah they're, they're pretty cool I, I dig it yes there are some interestingly weird creatures in this area some flying uh mammoth type things oh yeah yeah but more of the same plant creatures you fought in that first level mm-hmm. and then at the end of it you're done yeah you move nope. on to the tower of Tarolisk.
1: Yeah, which is a little. This is the first level, like it's kind of tricky because it's a. Uh, you're ascending a tower from the outside. Mm-hmm. So you're jumping on platforms that you kind of rotate and scroll around this the outside of the tower. And it does a good job. It looks cool. Yeah, yeah. This is just the part with pit deaths, so. Yeah, and on the way, you're going to find little
0: rooms, doors that go into rooms.
1: Yeah, and they're typically a short little area with an enemy. Or, or a few you can fight them get some potions power up if you need get to, get a one up get out also you just don't have to go in them if you don't want to you can just keep going on yeah yeah
0: it does get a little harder as uh, eventually you find platforms that have spikes on them
1: yeah so you got to time your jumps on them as in they're, they're typically moving as well so it just takes a little practice nothing nothing too wild
0: and then you eventually get to the point where you are in the tower climbing up it there's these eyeball creatures that just spew lots of little eyeballs
1: yeah th- those look like a real like a Castlevania enemy.
0: yes uh, once you're out, you do it to fight some dragons as you make your way between towers.
1: yeah, those purple dragon guys are the worst because they're they're all they're frequently on these areas above like falling platforms over a pits and stuff like I yeah. just just get past them. they're not worth fighting
0: or if you're gonna fight them, use the magic.
1: yeah or you can just comet flash by them, which is what I started doing immediately.
0: Yeah. and then the final part of this is a horrible disappearing block puzzle oh yeah yeah not a fan of that S section and then final inside stage of the tower you've got your classic crushing block or crushing wall scenario
1: yeah yep you so you have to get to the the gaps in between areas where you can wait for the walls and ceiling to return And normally
0: past. in games those are very easy areas but in this game it can be uh, compounded just because sometimes you stick to walls when you don't mean to
1: yeah it's true
0: at the end, you do have your second boss fight. I saw this listed as a beholder, although it is not a beholder in the classic D&D sense.
1: Oh, no, it looks like a large roly-poly demonic. Maybe it's maybe it's the eponymous Terralisk of this tower.
0: I'm going to say it is. And this boss fight is the one that I really got annoyed with just because uh, the mechanic is this thing stops, its eyeball opens, and it shoots a tiny little fireball or whatever at you. yeah. Which is extremely easy to jump over. Yep. Uh, And then you have a few second window to punch it in
1: the eyeball. Yeah, yeah. But the hit detection on that eyeball is atrocious. I didn't have as much problem, but I was always jump kicking it on my way down from the fireball.
0: I should have been doing that. But it's not that bad because then you just have to run to the side and jump over it. It gets a little more hard when uh, it grows because with each hit, the
1: creature gets one notch larger. Yeah, it's a kind of mode seven effect that's rolling at you it's similar to that was that like a golem or something in super castlevania 4 yeah is
0: it castlevania
1: it gets larger yeah Uh,
0: but it's great because after its fourth or fifth enlargement all you have to do is hide in a corner
1: yeah it can't get you there so then it becomes much easier there i usually had to use my comet flash at one point just to get across when it's yeah it's big but it's not big enough to miss the corners yet
0: but again A very easy boss. One thing I do like about the bosses is that right before they die, usually there is a frame or two of them looking extremely bloody and gross. Yeah, you'll get a couple, yeah. Uh, This was no exception. And you gain the power of healing. Yeah, so now you're good to go. Now you're playing with healing power. Now you are. You make your way to the the gateway to the plains. You talk to the old man, and he tells you you need to go to another continent. Are you ready? Yes or no? And if you say yes it's flying time
1: yeah you this is your first third person gemarama so get as many as you can
0: and this looks exactly like flying around on flammy's back yeah in secret of mana
1: you got some mode seven graphics along the bottom of the earth the maps you know
0: and you land on the continent where you will be spending the majority of your gameplay
1: yeah you get another little temple here with the old man you can get a password there um and but he does give you another uh energy oh yeah yeah and sends you on your way and at this point you can choose where to go yeah you have a couple options
0: uh option one the petrolith castle
1: yeah this is up to the north which is a icy castle with some sliding blocks and ice blocks kind of
0: yeah it's kind of weird you fight these little um yeti like creatures yeah yeah and the way the ice blocks in this work is like uh, they're on the top of a little hill. You step on it, slides down. But you have very little time to jump off that ice block at the end.
1: Yeah, you just want to be careful. You don't have to write it if you don't want. but In fact, I did not. I stopped
0: writing them right away because I was like, this is too hinky for me.
1: Yeah, they don't like hurt enemies or anything. So you just want to keep, keep on moving.
0: And the temples really start showing you areas that have multiple paths in them. Yeah. Usually, I mean, just different ways to get through it because there's not a lot to collect in these levels.
1: Right, right.
0: Uh, not a lot of new enemies here either besides that Yeti. There is that weird pink panther creature. Yeah. Uh, they are not friendly and trying to stop uh, Inspector Clouseau. <laughs> uh, instead, they wait for you on the areas where you got to jump. And they could be deadly, but if you just slowly inch forward and punch, you can knock them. You'll freeze them in the air and they'll just fall down mm, nice. to their own death. So, Yeah. The ice here isn't too bad either. It's a little slippery, but not horrible. No, we've had way worse. Much worse. Uh, this temple is uh, decorated with a lot of uh, reliefs of, it looks like, Ganesh.
1: Yeah, I saw. That. There's a couple other ones too. It's definitely uh, some elephant-headed god or yes. goddess. You know,
0: I'm not going to claim to know. Nor
1: um,
0: I. <laughs> my my, I, As embarrassing as it is, uh, my only real knowledge of this subject comes from video games or episodes of the simpsons so <laughs> there you go <laughs> not neither of them are great uh resources for identifying people's religions or their religious symbols <laughs> true true but soon afterwards you find yourself at your third boss fight perhaps one of my favorite not just because it's incredibly easy but it is a cool concept
1: yeah it's a weird uh kind of lizardy face in this wall behind <laughs> you and When I first fought this guy, it took way longer than I
0: needed it to. Oh, yeah. Because it has a, well, it's a lizard face coming out of a wall with another face where it's like third eye would be.
1: Yes. And you can hit that as well as both of its eyes. Yeah. And
0: I I just was
1: fighting one thing at a time. Oh, okay. (laughs) Which is dumb because you can jump and hit all three whenever you want every time yep every time it stops and well we should say that this thing this wall it's mounted on spins around which is what makes it really cool and
0: that's the danger is there is a gap in that wall that changes every time yeah you must find that gap and jump through it because if you do not you will be crushed to death
1: yes and the boss doesn't fight you otherwise the it's rate of spinning gets faster as you wound it so you you have to be a little on your edge but otherwise it's okay you just want to try to get all three you can hit each target i think once per rotation of the wall
0: yes and it's a hundred times quicker if you hit all three each rotation
1: i'm sure instead it takes of a one
0: per rotation yeah yeah but besides the you know imminent crushing death it's a very simple and easy boss yeah but the door the rotation of that wall looks good and I, it's a cool concept yeah uh, once it's defeated it bestows upon you the power of starfire yay Yes, indeed. And then you can either make your way back to the shrine if
1: you'd like to get a new password. I went to the Falls of Torment. Oh. Which looks like a bridge. There's a little castle behind it. Indeed. And
0: there is a lot of torment to be found here. I died quite a few times on this level before I realized what I should do, which is just run your butt off.
1: Yeah, because you're running across a river, basically, on these rotating logs that you have to stay on top of because if you fall in the water, you're in bad news. These piranhas or fish will uh, swarm you instantly.
0: Yes, and it's very hard to get out of the water. In fact, the only way is to get to the side and then climb up the wall. Yeah, so try not to do that. (laughs) Uh, There are blobs on the the logs. Blob logs? Blob, blob logs. And the blob, blob logs... Those blobs shoot out little tiny blobs that can trap you, knock you down into the water. So really, I just was like, magic, 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 dash across all of these.
1: This is actually a pretty short level. If you, you can, you can, yeah, comet flash your way through. That's what I did.
0: So I'm guessing that afterwards, uh, crossing that bridge,
1: you made it to the lair of carrion. I sure did, which is a, one of the tougher levels. It's an underwater kind of palace with lots of currents and switches. Yeah, it's only course.
0: hard because it's confusing, yeah, as to what switches
1: need to be switched where, and it's and one way for most of the.
0: Yeah, this was when I actually I I went and looked at a playthrough for this. Okay, because I was getting a little frustrated. I was like, uh, I don't want to. I don't like switch puzzles. They drive me nuts.
1: I picked up a lot of extra life here because I kept looping around, and yeah, I was uh, not about to do that
0: after the first the first time I made a loop. I was like, oh no no. Yeah. Not yeah. not looping again. I'm like, I'm gonna go, I'll figure out I'll gotta go watch someone. figure but yeah, out the path.
1: This level is you're swimming underwater and you control pretty well. You fight some different kinds of fish. There's like squids and bubble like dragon. Bubble dragons. They're all actually really easy to fight
0: though. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I don't like is those those turtle cannons. Yes, the cannons are the worst. They're the worst here and in every other level you encounter them. Yep. They're they're a pain in the butt. They shoot at a weird angle, they shoot a lot. And they take more than one hit to kill. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. But what makes this level so weird is that the currents force you into certain paths. Yeah. You cannot break free of them or move, swim back against the current.
1: So if you're careful, it's no big deal. But or if you know where you're going, but if it takes a little while to get the, the level knowledge to figure out what the right path is. And then there
0: are these switches we mentioned. And the switches change current paths to allow you to enter or exit specific areas and make your way to the end of the level
1: yeah there's just a couple where you can't always see what the current their switch it's not on screen so it's kind of hard to put together what's doing what
0: yeah what is that nice to know is you can activate the switches with your dragon slash yeah yeah so if there are ones outside of your range you can always use that to get them yeah and then we come to the first what i consider hard boss oh yeah of the game
1: this is where i cheated the most
0: okay well i cheated by watching someone beat the boss and then step by step emulating what they did okay so let's talk about this this boss you enter an underground underwater room that has a current moving around it and in the center is a blocked off area that has four like like
1: like evil clams yeah something they will shoot out a little blob that will then turn into a little fish that will then turn into a big fish and those big fish are no joke. They take like three or four hits. Yeah. If you can get if you can attack the blobs, they die pretty quick. But once they make it to fish form, it, it can be tough. They can. It can be
0: very tough. And you have to destroy each one of these.
1: Yeah. And so it's uh, the strategy I picked up was to use. This is where your star fire can come. Yeah, in Yeah, that's handy. exactly what I did. <laughs> and even then, it's still not a, a walk in the park. No, because you have to time it just right, because if they're sending out blobs or fish that's what's going to get hit not the the fish generator so yeah and
0: those clams also when their mouths are shut they are invincible
1: yeah so it's it's a it's a timing thing where you get in there they'll open up you want to hit them and then try to clear out before the fish get out too fast it's it took me a long time to finally get it down to where i could once you can get one of them gone it's a hundred times easier yes yes but Uh, otherwise otherwise I focus on the bottom right one, you get the bottom two done,
0: and then it's a walk in the park.
1: Yeah, it's nothing, but it's, at the beginning, you're getting attacked from four sides, so it's pretty tough.
0: Yeah, they can wipe out your health so fast it's not even funny. Uh, once you have destroyed them, though, you are granted one more power-up. It is the time stop, and then it
1: is time to move on. Yes, the only other path available now is the Sand Rivers of Shirel, or Shirel. So, Yes, the Sand Rivers of Shirel is a kind of a quicksand theme levels. You're in these like ruins with a lot of falling platforms in what is essentially a sand waterfall in the background.
0: Yeah, those uh, annoying fire breathing alligator mm. guys are back. They suck. And to make matters worse, a lot of the platforms you got to jump across uh, and onto have spikes that come in and out of them.
1: Yeah, so you're timing that as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, otherwise it's not too bad, especially if you use that air dash. Yes. You can sneak your way through most of the the area pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, and this is a short one, so no boss. No. Uh, and then you are
0: given a, a choice in paths.
1: That's right. Um, I went to the Gateway of Eternal Storms.
0: Mm, as
1: did I. Which is a strange level.
0: Uh, Strange and annoying because it introduces glass.
1: Yeah, there's glass blocks that are breakable, but and you have to to get through them.
0: But not climbable.
1: No, and they frequently conceal one of those roller enemies inside so you want to like break them and get out of the way and let it come out and get out of your way and our
0: favorite turtles are back those turtle cannons yes on top of another weird new enemy that's like well someone had been watching the thing that's for sure
1: yeah it's a strange it looks like a goblin wizard but after you hit him a couple times his head pops off and sprouts spider legs and comes at you
0: but it's actually really easy to take care of
1: yeah this is a this level could be pretty tough but Something I kind of discovered on accident was that you can use the comet flash to get on top of the ceiling on chunks of the level and just walk past. Mm. Like, there's just a few spots, but it's easier than that. And you're so high up that that plus a comet flash could usually get me to the other side of most obstacles, you know?
0: Right. And then from this point, if you decide to, you can press... Up and take
1: a secret path. Yeah, and I didn't know about this. Uh if you go back to the do you have to press up to do it or I think so. Okay. I, I didn't know about it till post-game. I was watching a playthrough and it, cause I yeah, and I was like, oh wow. And if so, you have another flying area
0: and then it takes you to uh another temple when you see on the map at the very top where you get your next energy up.
1: Yeah, which I had seen earlier and wondered how do you
0: get there. And then when you leave, you take this ship to nowhere which killed me four or five times oh yeah because you're on the ship a wave comes and then it kills you knocks you off and there's enemies in place yeah yeah. i thought okay maybe i have to jump the wave no and like i was just too dumb there's one crate in the middle of it and you have to be holding on to the side of the crate
1: okay yeah
0: when the wave comes gotcha and each wave dumps off another set of enemies or a set of items pretty crazy and it's just about six or seven waves and then it drops you back off in the center of the map. Yay, so... You can just make your way right back over to the Storm Fortress of Kalar.
1: Yeah, um, another weird one. This is another underwater level, but but this is like on a seabed, and you're trying to navigate through these mini currents that you can see. There's there's no switches or anything, but it's, it's just a little kind of wonky controls because you, you have a certain momentum, and you have to let that current push you up because they will if you hit the bottom of the screen you are dead
0: i did not like this level at all i i had a very hard time controlling myself moving from one area to another
1: yeah it was not good no it is definitely tough and can be made i mean i thought a lot easier by using that comet flash because you're immune to the currents while you're in that mode so you can skip past some some trouble spots if you need to
0: it, yes oh 100 percent. but you do also want to kind of hold on to some of that magic points for the boss here mm. because this is the only boss that you can use the time stop on oh is it okay uh so when you get to the boss you pop out of an air current at the bottom of the screen yeah and the boss is
1: what like a werewolf yeah some kind of werewolf or beast man he's like a wizard
0: yeah and it splits into three teleport it moves around all of them attacking yeah yeah and the thing that annoys me is each one takes multiple hits to destroy. Right, right. Uh, and then you have to the, eliminate the two fake ones to get to the normal one and then mm-hmm. fight it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And even if you have that stopwatch, it's still not easy. See, this was one that I don't know what I did. I kind of lucked out or something. I was just kind of jumping around trying to see how to fight it. And I was on the top left platform and it, I had just jumped up there and hit him. And I don't know if he was stun locked or something. Because I just stood there and just kept punching and killed it for are the you, entire. Did thing. you not? Did you somehow maybe accidentally use your time stop? I mean, I, I guess maybe, but I, I don't think so because I don't even remember. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's the only thing. But because if you can single it down to the one
0: and get it to a spot where you can easily hit it, because the hard the other hard part is there's five platforms staggered throughout the level, and those are the only safe places to stand.
1: Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, hit death. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, uh, I'm not 100% sure, but uh in retrospect because of a future boss that is also stun lockable, that's kind of what I thought was going on, but I don't know. Okay.
0: Now if you can freeze it, uh, you can beat him in like one, uh, you can beat him in one time stop.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah, good. I'm glad. I like that spell and in theory.
0: Destroy it and you get the power of the lightning strike.
1: Woo. And I think our next level in the path is the Fortress Shirol. This is a, another flying auto-scrolling level, but now you're inside and there's spikes everywhere. Yes, and crunch deaths. Yeah, yeah. Deadlier than the spikes, indeed. But it's it's a relatively short level and no boss.
0: Uh, but it does have those annoying bombs. Yeah,
1: yeah, and there's some bats, I think, that make their first appearance.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you find your way to the Shrine of the Weeping Widow.
1: Yeah, this is your new one.
0: You'll get your last power up there. And then you can make it over to the Caverns of Shirol. What was it? Shirol? Shirol? Shirol. Caverns of Shirol. And caverns is, to put it lightly, this is a volcano, my friend.
1: Yes, there's lava across the floor. A
0: weird-looking lava monster pops out of that lava.
1: Yeah, I kind of like them. This was where I I saw in the playthrough the person used the lightning strike here, because it'll kill those things, because they pop out and shoot at you, but they're honestly not that hard to just jump and dodge
0: exactly uh the hardest part of this level is not the various platforms you got to ride around it's not the lava because you fall on it you can just jump right out it is the teleporting
1: wizards oh yeah they teleport around and we'll shoot at you and you want to kill them asap
0: and the hitbox on them is awful so uh hitting them oh that's the thing that, that we didn't mention that that makes it really annoying is that not only are the hitboxes is awful but if you touch an enemy they always do way more damage than if they shot you
1: oh sure yeah yeah and this so. you're 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 riding these kind of uh, platforms that are hanging off of a a track or whatever, back and forth. You can jump on and off of them. I use a lot of, uh, guess what, Comet Flash here to skip parts. And, you know, there's usually walls to grab onto. And going back and looking on YouTube, I saw that there's a secret passage in this level that I did not know about. Mm -hmm. There's a, a part where you can kind of duck and crawl through a wall and I guess it skips some of it. It didn't. The level didn't strike me as incredibly long or hard to begin with, so I, I don't know what the real advantage would be.
0: Uh, and then you find yourself at the boss, and what
1: an interesting boss this is. <laughs> I think this is a really cool-looking boss.
0: Yes, it is a snake-turtle-elephant.
1: Yeah, it's. it looks almost like bat. a weird Pokemon. Like, it's an elephant, if you imagine an elephant's head, with bat wings for ears, uh-huh. and then two legs, and its trunk ends in a snake mouth
0: and it has kind of a turtley back to
1: it yeah it's it's quite strange but it's also very easy <laughs> What's well, also not the end of its strangeness because it shoots
0: apples at you
1: yeah little like wicked they have a face
0: <laughs> and uh my son thinks that this is a uh, some sort of cultural thing we don't understand it could be because there is also a pokemon that is an apple turtle or apples i can't remember now there's a pokemon mm. that has an apple creature hybrid that he recognized here okay
1: well but yeah this but boss, as, is, as far as bosses go walk in the park yeah it, it's basically just kind of it'll leap at you or charge at you and you just want to dodge and you, you hit it in the little snake face when it stops moving
0: yeah and then i mean it's you got plenty of time to run under it yeah it's it's never it, it doesn't really hurt you much
1: no it's on you if you get hit here and then or, you can
0: heal so it, yeah. it doesn't matter uh yeah enjoy this cake walk of a boss because you just gained the warrior force.
1: Oh mama, you can take that force to the Dragon Hill Forest. Another pass through level. This is you know, similar to our other forest one, but now there are doors that you have to go into and it, it's I'm, another loop. I'm so glad that I somehow accidentally just figured it out right away. I didn't, I was in this level for a long time. It's another place where I ended up gaining a bunch of lives because I was never in danger, but the enemies and power-ups all returned. So I just,
0: I, I figured out I was on a loop, and I was like, "This is annoying. I'm in a loop." Okay. I took the first door I saw after I figured out I was in a loop, mm-hmm. and that was the door to the exit. And I <laughs> yes. thanked the stars.
1: Yeah, it was. It was never a hard level. It was just like, "Where, where am I going wrong?" Mm-hmm. And then you find yourself at the great tower. Oh yes, a tower filled with spikes.
0: Yeah, that's not great. Not great in any way, shape, or form. They introduced this samurai demon creature
1: yeah this armored thing they are no joke you, you can't really hurt them with your normal attacks right it takes magic i think you i think you can only dash through them mm.
0: but what's so devious about this level is that there are many places where you just have to like take leaps of faith with your super dash
1: yeah we're like i got nothing else to do let's see where this goes
0: or you have to fall through a chamber of spikes and then use it to shoot out in a little narrow passageway
1: yeah it's a, which is, or else. is well, or else, you just land farther back in the level. Got to yeah. do it again.
0: It was no fun at all.
1: There's like uh, some ceiling crushing sections. Yeah, and they blobs. introduced a, a
0: weird blob bo- creature in that that was also annoying.
1: Yeah, it's uh, there's a section where you run from what appear to be giant steel balls. Yes, but that part's very, very easy compared yeah. to
0: compared to Spike Land.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and then at the end, you are stuck in a chamber with three or four of those big uh, demon creatures. It spits you out, and then you have to just take another leap of faith to the, to the bottom.
1: Yeah, because you're on the outside of the tower, similar to previous tower, but you just have to fall down and try to land where the door is. You get a short
0: stint through water, swimming back up the tower.
1: And then finally, you get to a door to the outside to fight the dragon.
0: Your favorite dragons are back. And then finally, you get to the boss.
1: Yes, which is a large uh, eastern dragon creature.
0: Holding a dragon
1: ball. Yeah, yeah, and... This was one where it'll appear every few seconds and it will it comes vertically. It's oriented vertically and it shoots up from underneath wherever you are.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, after a moment, it shoots a fire breath
1: at you. Yeah. That wraps all
0: the way around the tower. Yeah. Watch out. Curvy so, flames. So you can you can move around this tower all the way around. And the biggest debt problem here is the pit deaths. You need to be careful with that. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, this is another fairly easy boss.
1: This one I thought was super easy because your platforms you stand on are kind of staggered from low and high and if you start on a low one as soon as it appears up it's like jump back to a high one and if you hit it in that crystal ball or dragon ball it'll stop for a second and then it's it's over you can just punch him until he dies really fast oh really yeah i was so it, it it did not move like i had him fully stun locked oh i was Deep not aware up.
0: of that um so for us it was comes up punches at once wait for it to do fire breath dodge the fire breath punch it again yeah. rinse repeat it just took a while it was I'm never any real yeah. danger
1: that's i was starting like that but i noticed it stopping when i would do these like jump kicks as it was leaving the screen to try to get another extra hit or two and then i was like i wonder if i could just stun him if you can if you can position it right and hmm. you can cool because once you've beaten it you gain the power of the fiery phoenix that's right it's showtime
0: it is you move on to the Shrine of Destiny, where the old man says, hey, this is it. This is your last chance. You want to move on? And you say, yes, destiny awaits me. That's why I came to this shrine. Darn tootin'. You get one more flying level. Although, now the sun's setting, it's a little more intense out
1: there. Yeah, it's getting dark.
0: You land at another shrine, and then you make your way to the final level.
1: Raglan's Citadel. Yes.
0: It's not Raglan's t-shirts. No, no. It's Raglan's Citadel. And to get to that citadel, you are now stuck in a very rapidly moving, s- scrolling uh, level, vertical.
1: Yeah, it's uh, you kind of zigzag on these platforms, some of which will collapse or fall if you land on them. There is I'll... one wrong path you can take to be cut off. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you could always take a, you could jump and do your dash to get back.
1: Sure, yeah. This part then, isn't too bad, and the the ones that fall... Won't fall if you're on the side of them. Oh, okay. So if that's a problem, but I didn't really run into, you know, it wasn't too bad here.
0: You enter Temple of Ragland or whatever, and now it's boss rush time.
1: That's right. You're going to roll through the first five bosses of the game again.
0: And luckily for you, they're the easiest bosses, except for that underwater one.
1: Yeah, but even here, if you're here with full magic, that boss becomes a
0: little easier, you know? Indeed. And what's really nice is in between each boss, is a life refill and two magic refills
1: yeah and a bunch of gems usually slightly over 10 so you're, you're picking up extra men as you go
0: yeah i mean you definitely have enough uh if you just leave yourself enough magic to heal once you can enter the next boss fight with yeah. full health and full magic absolutely so really it's on you to fail at any of these bosses yeah you already know what to do do it and i, I thought i'd be fighting through all of the bosses so i was like
1: oh yeah nice, nice. only five it ends here um and then you're face to face with ashura himself
0: yeah he thought he destroyed you and he will not make the same error twice the heat is on kinda
1: yeah he comes down he's got a big shield and he will shoot fireballs at you up to four at a time and you cannot hurt him unless or until you use the fiery phoenix
0: yes and when you're in phoenix form you do damage with every touch the first touch will destroy
1: his shield And he only takes eight hits from the Fiery Phoenix Force, which is pretty crazy because you can hit him like three times per go. So you can you can hit him four times if you're really good. I I could never manage that, but I could we. (laughs) But even
0: after that second one, it only takes a couple more strikes and
1: he's done. Yeah, I again watching a playthrough where after you use your Fiery Phoenix, you know, that's half your magic. So I didn't use it again. I just kept fighting him, and it takes a lot longer. Like, the phoenix, it, it's not just hits. It's pretty strong as well.
0: Yeah, so just double it up. Do it. And I
1: thought, is
0: this yet another super weak boss fight? Right, right. Yeah, the princess comes down, or the sorceress, the old man, is here. But Ashura's head is on the floor, and its eyes light back up. Oh. And then the head talks and moves. And let you know, it has some hidden powers. It will call in the Lord of Darkness.
1: Raglan himself?
0: Yes, he lends him his powers, and then the fight continues. And And boy, does it continue. (laughs) Interesting fight. If you thought that first fight was easy, well, you will not be disappointed
1: in the harsh, harsh boss fight that lays ahead. This is a strange, it's a, um, the right side of the wall is basically this creature moving up and down. He's got a big head and can punch. Horns. Yeah. A gem
0: in its uh, third eye. Weird, crazy armor. A lava arm.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it punches out with the lava arm which you want to dodge because it will crush you in one hit, but and just touching it,
0: the front yeah. touching the front of the the fist of the arm, the knuckles
1: will kill you no matter where it's at. That's right. So, be careful, but you have to use it as a bridge to get over to the face and punch him. And how did you defeat this boss because I watched someone do it
0: on the internet and they were doing a series of jumps around that I could not mimic. I had trouble dodging cuz this boss will shoot a laser beam out that like. sweeps from the ground up. Yeah. And then a rash of fire then follows that. Yes. And and the laser beam does 2 damage and mm-hmm. the fire does 2 damage. Yes. But what we discovered is and this is how we beat the boss. Yeah. If you run into the face, it does 1 damage. Oh, really? And you're invincible for a few moments with your So if you do that right before the laser, you only take 1 damage and you are immune to the laser blast.
1: Nice. Okay.
0: So for us, it was just doing that over and over again and healing anytime we got down to one health. Yeah. And it also save dating constantly.
1: I, I, yeah, I, I was able to mostly try to dodge the laser beam by you run up and hit it. And if you get back to the very end, like on top of the knuckles of the arm, mm-hmm. you can crouch and that laser beam will barely miss you with its sweep. But then okay. you have to jump over the fire and repeat. It took forever and... I wish I would have done it some other way, but that's how I did it.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you are staying up there and using that the frames of uh invincibility, you can get a lot more hits off of on it.
1: I bet. Yeah. It was it's just that that laser beam is tough to get around and
0: Oh, that's why I we figured that out, because I it's so hard to get around that
1: laser beam. Yeah, and watching on YouTube, the person was just like jumping over it in some way, and I was like, ah, I don't know yeah, if they, I just didn't try that, hard enough. That's what, I, that's,
0: I was so flabbergasted by that. I was like, I don't understand how they're getting over it. They're crazy. I just They have a much better timing than I do. That's for certain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But once you have beaten this boss, its face is a bloody, disgusting mess.
1: Yeah, as you beat it up, like one of the eyes will kind of pop or whatever, and the other one, you slowly beat them down.
0: It's awesome. I do love that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. It explodes and dies. You turn into the phoenix. And fly away. The sorceress wants to know where you're gone, but the old man says, I'm sure he's all right. He didn't do this for thanks. Yeah. In fact, he says, I'm sure he is well. The blood of heroes is not fired by thanks or rewards. (laughs) It is fired by adventure and tempered by destiny. And then you've watched the phoenix fly away as you're presented with a very long list of credits.
1: Yeah, pretty cool
0: which culminates in a white screen with a black The End. And that is it. Here we are in the final portion of our show, the review portion. And of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System that has four categories, each category a possible score from 0 to 5, starting with graphics and sound. And Nick, I gave this game a 4.0. Same here. I thought uh, I love the sprites. I love the design. I love the music. The only thing I didn't go all the way on was the bosses are just a little stiff sometimes
1: yeah yeah i think your main character johnny skyblazer looks awesome you know he's got a interesting he looks kind of skinnier and scrappier than you might expect you know and your death animation where you do this like spin and you burst into ah, it looks yeah, so cool like, it
0: is cool yeah most of the animations are really good i liked everything about this category except for things that seemed a little stiff sometimes yeah and there's a little bit of repeating but nothing too too horrible sure Following that is play control, which I gave a 2.5. Hey, me too. You know, I thought they did some really good things. I love being able to switch things with your shoulder buttons. That's one mm-hmm. of my favorites. Yeah. But the wall cling, while I am happy it existed, I found it very frustrating as often as I found it useful.
1: I can see that. I didn't bump up against it that much. I, I do like that you can actually climb up over a corner on to, you know, you don't have to yeah. jump off and back on. That's pretty cool, but
0: but i still did every time because i just it's like locked into my yeah. brain
1: yeah it's uh, it's really the attack hitbox ranges are, are the the trickiest thing to get used to but but it's doable
0: yeah that's my biggest downside that those hitboxes Ouch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. up next is challenge factor oh i went 1.5 here i was really torn because for the most part it's very easy it's just there's some spots that are little too pit deathy and that final boss is uh just a
1: real slog it sure can be i just think that i gave it a 2.0 okay okay
0: but i mean i I should probably come down because you get a million lives and there are passwords
1: yeah it's it's a game i can totally see you not having to cheat if you're a more patient person than i same same and finally we have theme and fun oh i went
0: 3.5 here same here man all right i really enjoyed the design of this game. I thought all of the traversing through the different areas and levels was cool. And I like the fact that you had these smaller going through levels before you got to the yeah. boss fight levels, the temples and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's just, uh, you know, it's a fun adventure. And there's hints of something better where if there would have been a Skyblazer too, or two, like maybe you truly could have a different paths and such, but as it was here it was it was pretty fun and i really like the dialogue between the main character and the old men as they're both kind of scrappy and 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 goofy yeah and tongue-in-cheek about certain conventions of video games
0: and just the fact that it throws so many uh refills at you you you're never in danger of you know losing out you can use your power-ups as much as you want really Mm -hmm. adds to that fun factor agree that so finally nick i will ask you as i always do should you play this game i think you should i agree especially if you are itching for a platformer a side-scrolling game of the super nintendo variety yeah there's not as many as you would think and this is a good one to check
1: out it sure is it sure is it sure is It surely sure is. don't call me surely
0: Next week's game will be Castlevania
1: Bloodlines for the Sega Genesis. That's right. And if anyone out there knows, where can we find a copy of the Skyblazer manual? Let us know at cartridgecommand@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Or if you have one, yeah, uh, scan it.
0: There's a couple of different places you could submit those to. Yeah, do us all a community favor. Get it out there. Or you can let us know uh, what you think of this game or perhaps you're super excited about us dipping back into the Castlevania waters at mm. Cartridge Command on Facebook or Cart Command on the Twitterverse. We often let you know when new shows drop there. And also just like hearing from you all what you thought of the show. Yeah. A lot of people uh, had fond memories that they didn't realize they had of Spy vs. Spy.
1: That's good to hear. <laughs>
0: it, was, it, was, it was great to know that there were others out there that had that game and Forced it upon their children or their friends. Yeah, it didn't miss out, you know. But of course, at the end of every show, we do like to go out of our way to thank the awesome, kind, wonderful, and amazing folks that give to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command. Because it Mm -hmm. is their financial support that makes this show possible. We're just a couple of working class guys that make this show in our spare time. So with you and your support, we pay for our hosting fees, any equipment we need, all of that fun stuff. And for those that don't give, consider doing so. Even a dollar helps us out. We appreciate every little bit. You know we do. You know we do. So thank you all very, very much. Yes. And as always, cartridge commandos, Game on! Game on!